Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Monday, April 3rd. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad you're joining us this morning. So Donald Trump has confirmed that he will leave his Florida resort today to travel to New York. Well, he will appear in court on Tuesday. He did some truthing. Rob, you know what? Let me do the heavy lifting oh, this morning, great. okay? Oh, you're. Oh, I see. Well, how exciting! He truthed out. Oh, I will be leaving Mar-a-Lago on Monday at 12 noon, heading to Trump Tower in New York. On Tuesday morning, I will be going to, believe it or not, the courthouse. America was not supposed to be this way. There you go. Great job. Thank you. That was phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not going to use the term plagiarism. Or... <laughs> okay. Just wanted to give you a break this morning. So here was what was interesting about all this, Casey, was yeah. the amount of money mm-hmm. that Trump brought in um, in the 24 and 48 hours after his uh, indictment announcement. And um, according to Fox News, he raised $4 million in the first 24 hours yeah. and $5 million in the first 48 hours after his indictment. Yeah. So for anybody wondering how this is going to affect him, it's affecting him very well. He's surging in the polls, and now he's surging in contributions as well. But isn't the, re- but isn't the real conversation, how does it affect the people who will vote in the general election? Okay, well, there's a whole new group of supporters that are coming in who are anchored by all of this. Are they? So where oh, are they? They're clearly not the same. Who are they? Because they're not the same people who in the swing state of Pennsylvania voted for high good night, everybody. So who are these people? If you're willing to vote for high good night, everybody, and let's face it, that's what the election comes down to. It comes down to, you know, a hundred thousand ish people mm-hmm. in say four or five different states. So collectively a half million people or 600,000 people decide who's going to win basically every single national election. What? Why would this be the thing? Well, because they see the politicization and the weaponization of, of all of it, and just how ridiculous it is. So a guy I who think- can't a guy who can't form a complete sentence that it, getting elected that doesn't make you angry, but Trump getting indicted? Well, that's where I draw the line. Well, there's probably a lot of people who are thinking, no, maybe DeSantis, but then they see what is going on with Trump, and they no, you know what? They're screwing him, and I'm on his side. So Dick Morris, we know Dick Morris. He was uh, he is what we like to call a man of, well, if you've got money, he's got an, a political opinion for you. He was he has been an advisor to everyone from Trump to Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. He is an equal opportunity, have cash, will come work for you type of person. But he said uh, he's talked to Trump and told Newsmax Trump is doing very well after the indictment. How's the president doing? Well, I was with him last night, and uh, the first thing he said when he saw me was, how am I doing? What are my poll numbers? And uh, as it happened, John McLaughlin, his pollster, had taken a one-night overnight poll on Saturday night. 
and uh, I had the results. They had just come in. And he gained five points as a result of the indictment. Uh, he had four, he had in the primary. He had 46 percent of the vote in a 12-way field with DeSantis, and now he's up to 51 percent. And in the two-way head-to-head, he also moved up. You're seeing that now. He was 61 to 31. Now he's ahead 63 to 30. So uh, he was not uh, he was not down. He was up. He was. Uh, confident, he was uh, he was feisty, uh, and and he was delighted to see how this is backfiring. I'm very excited, Casey, that I have moved up in the polls on the guy who is not yet running for president. Right, that's our standard. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's going on. I think that the American people they understand what's fair and what's not fair, and a lot of people think what is going on with Trump is totally not fair, and they're siding with him, and that is reflected in the polling. But how many people do you think are honestly still open-minded enough to be swayed one way or another? What like what percentage of the populace do you think has totally already made up their mind and they say, it doesn't matter, the guy could be guilty, he could be innocent, I hate him, I want him to go to jail because I hate him for political purposes. What percentage of the populace do you think could still be swayed? on ridiculous behavior like we're seeing from Alvin Bragg uh, uh, towards Donald Trump. I think that's going to be very small because if you're in the camp of I hate Trump and I want him to go to jail, nobody ever is going to change your mind. Right. But there is a group of people who are conservative and were maybe on the fence, leaning possibly towards Ron DeSantis, who are now saying, no, you know what? But that that doesn't help him in a general election. This is, I think this is the conversation we keep having with our audience, because there are a lot of people who are still in the only Trump, uh, in the only Trump category, mm-hmm. he's not helped. He has not done anything the past two years that has helped him rewin the people that he lost in 2020. There's nothing that he's doing, and I think people are under this cloud of delusion that Americans are going to wake up and go, "Wow, this is really bullcrap!" And if they can do it to Trump, they'll do it to me, and I'm going to totally change my way of thinking now. And it's like Scrooge being visited by the three ghosts, and the, it's like, that's not how it. It's not how it works. I mean, I don't think that. Do you do you disagree that there's going to be a bevy of people who are on the fence, not between Trump and DeSantis, but between Trump and someone else, and going, "Okay." Now, now I'm totally in the Trump camp, and I'm going to be in the Trump camp for the next year and a half, no matter what shenanigans he pulls, or no matter how many offensive things he says, or how many women he insults. Or he, he can't keep those people, even if he gets them right now, because he's Trump. No, I think it'll be very fluid. I think there will be a lot of people who will sway back and forth, depending exactly. on what happens right. with this arraignment and trial. There's a plurality of Americans, and this was done by CBS, that said... 45% think that he should be charged with a crime. 32% don't think so. And 23% said they don't know. So there's still a lot of people that are being polled who think that he did do something wrong. All right, Casey. Um, yeah. When we come back, I got a really great email from someone who sent their senator and rep an email mm. about property taxes. Okay. And I would like to read that. Uh, because there's a good chance I'm going to see these people on Monday, so I'm going to name who he sent it to. Okay. And uh, because I've got a big, I got invited to a big Republican event. I'm going to be hanging out at one of the big boy tables, and that's really going to enrage some uh, some Republicans. Look out! You are naming names today. Well, I'm really. Uh, it's really exciting times because anytime I get invited to a high profile Republican event, 
Mm-hmm. There's many people who are so glad I'm going to be there. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Well, he went down to dinner in his Sunday best. Excitable boy, they all said. 15 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And what are people talking about this morning? Oh, how about that NCAA women's basketball game last night? LSU Tigers were crowned the 23 NCAA Women's Basketball National Champions. First time in school's history. They took down Caitlin Clark. Score was 102 to 85. Of course, Angel Reese was the player on LSU who was doing the... You can't see me. You can't see me taunt, but that actually started from Caitlin Clark, who did it earlier in the game. And then at the end of the game, Angel Reese did it back to her. And she also pointed to her finger like, I'm ready for my championship ring. I love that Casey's an experienced broadcaster, was making the movement (laughs) and wasn't describing what she was doing because it is radio. Uh, Yes. So my favorite thing now is because the... Caitlin Clark thing was can't miss television. She's, you know, very, uh, she's one of those very elite players in terms of college basketball, at least on par with what you would say, like with the Tiger Woods or Wayne Gretzky, where you say, okay, she's playing, I must watch. And the ratings for her games have been very good. But my favorite thing is, and they asked this new doofus president of the NCAA about this, about the TV rights deal for the women's basketball going, well, you've kind of just loved them in with everybody else now isn't it time to separate them on their own okay newsflash people really like seeing caitlin clark play basketball and she's must-see television but the rest of the women's bass it is not like there's been some cavalcade of must observe all women's basketball games it was specifically her it's specifically for her and it's totally understandable but it is not as of yet now maybe next year maybe there will be just a throng of people wanting to watch women's basketball I just I love the gun jumping on this. Well, you guys have treated the women very poorly and they should get their own TV deal and blah, blah, blah. Networks exist to make money and they're not stupid and they're going to need to see year over year that every basketball game has the sort of success that games with Caitlin Clark have had. Right. This is an, an anomaly for this one player, but let's take a listen to it. After the game, finishing the way she started this season. LSU has been a confident group throughout, and Angel Reese. Okay, so she was getting um, some backlash on social media for the you can't see me taunt. Uh, But I I don't know, and ESPN seemed to be egging it on as well. They were promoting it. Well, people were, she's the golden child Mm -hmm. so people are going to be mad because she's the you know next year obviously they will milk her for every 
everything they can get out of every game that she's on because she does increase revenue and viewership and that's advertisers and blah, blah, blah. It's the it's so different. That, but that's been that way through every single sport, especially basketball. When Michael Jordan played, anytime someone looked at Michael Jordan wrong, the audacity of that person. So we'll see. It, we're all adults on the basketball court. Was it unsportsmanlike? Yes, but I'm not one of these people who was totally up in arms going, that was so unprofessional. It's it's negated anything else you did all year long. Oh, grow up. Mm. Well, do you remember, I don't know, this is probably a decade or so ago, people would say, in your face, yeah. and they would put their hand up to your face. I like, think that was like 30 30 years okay, ago. Longer than I don't think that was like 10 years ago. ago. I think that was like when I was a kid. But that's just the new can't see me. It's the new in your face. Casey's reached that age where all time runs together. <laughs> Do you remember two years ago during the Reagan administration? <laughs> hey, I'm not going to let your youth and experience <laughs> and experience keep you from learning new things, Rob. Okay. It's 19 minutes after 10. Also trending this hour. The CMTs were held last night. Jelly Roll and Lainey Wilson. The who's were what? J- Jelly Roll. No, who, yeah. what was held? <laughs> the CMT Music Awards. What is that? Country Music Television. Oh, okay, Isn't thank you. Uh, Jelly Roll's like a country rapper, isn't he? Yeah. And Lainey Wilson. He's a what? A country rapper. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, I bet you didn't know country and rap uh, mixed well, together. Well, I remember Billy Ray Cyrus did that song with the one guy that was in the commercials all the time. That was uh, Old Town Road? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, little Nas X. Yeah, little Nas. Yeah, you remember. Yeah. Your local favorite, little Nas X. <laughs> Well, well, that it's very popular because Jelly Roll and Lainey Wilson, they were the big award winners oh, last night. Well, thank goodness. And here's the, so Lainey Wilson is trending, but here's the thing. She opened up the show for Luke Combs, oh. who was here at Lucas right. Oil Stadium sure. on Saturday. You were there. I was there, and this is what it sounded like. Yeah. Did you buy your tickets? At, like, did you walk up to the thing and buy the tickets? Did you buy them in advance? No, I was invited to go with a friend. Oh, you leached off someone who was celebrating a birthday. Oh, so you didn't have to pay for the ticket. No, mine Wait, were free. You were celebrating a birthday, and they they brought you. Yes. Believe it or not, some people like to hang out. What a hell of a friend you are. Hey, it's my birthday. Would you like to go with me on my birthday? I paid for parking, okay? (laughs) Were you uh, drinking wine there? No, I had uh, Miller Lite. You you paid for parking? You didn't just park at our garage here? No. Why? It was, it was nighttime. It's right around the corner. I'm not going to walk from Are here Are you implying Indianapolis is an unsafe place for two women to be moseying around? Have you seen the crime statistics lately? <laughs> yes. No. I paid $40, by what? the way. What? $40 to park. Yeah. Easy out, but it really wasn't easy out because we sat there for 30 minutes waiting for traffic to clear so we could leave. I'd chop off my leg for $40. I'm telling you. So, yeah, I contributed to the birthday night out. I would not really chop off my leg for $40. All right, finally trending, Powerball tickets. A ticket has been sold in Indiana. It is for $50,000. It has been unclaimed. It was sold at the Discount Liquor on Sherman Drive in Indianapolis. If you bought a ticket. 
ticket, check your numbers <laughs> because like there a, is an unclaimed ticket. Sounds like an upstanding place. The discount liquors on Sherman Drive. <laughs> I, I might not go back there to claim it either, Casey. <laughs> All right. It's 22 minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Uh, Casey, a big, a big event, uh, a big news for me over the weekend. What? Um, well, I got invited to a big Republican event by a high-profile Republican. I so want to know who invited you. Well, I was invited. Why? I was invited to the Hamilton County mm-hmm. Republican Party spring dinner, and I was invited, get this, because normally it's the rebel rousers that invite me, the people who are wanting to cause trouble, but in this case, they're going to actually have to be pretty nice to me, because I was invited by the state treasurer, Daniel Elliott. Oh, look at you, hobnobbing. And I, when he called and asked me, I said, did you lose a bet? <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing this against your will? Does someone have a gun in your back? And he said, no, you know, he's a big fan of what we do. And uh, Is this the event last year you went to and Diego Morales yes. was there and you kind of turned your back? This is, yes, the highlight of the, Micah, I went with Micah last year. Right. And um, uh, we sat down there in the front row mm-hmm. and uh, I told Micah, I will not sit with my back to these people. I will sit, sit with my back to the stage so I can look at everyone because I wanted them to see my face the entire time. Sure. This was the event where the whole theme of the event was we've got to win the school board races. We got to, here's the Republican candidates. Don't straight ticket vote. If you straight ticket vote, you won't be able to vote for the, your favorite candidate. I mean, that was the theme of every speaker who got up. And then Diego at the end gets up and tells everybody, uh, just do the easy thing and straight ticket vote so I get your vote. That yeah. was the uh, highlight. But yes, I was invited to the uh, Hamilton County uh, Republican uh, Spring Dinner, and you know I'm not going to miss a chance to have the Republicans pay for my meal and then have to see me the entire time. So if you're planning on going, uh, please come up and say hello and... Uh, should be a great time. Are you going to be taking your phone with you to record anything? Well, I mean, I will. will I have my phone with me at all times. I mean, in case I'm accosted or, well, yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think Jim Jordan is the speaker, by the way. So, I mean, I will, uh, I don't think that unlike, I think Todd Young is pretty much, well, I guess that, that uh, J.D. Prescott guy wasn't thrilled when they tried to film him either. So, I don't know. I'll have to check and see if if phone filming is legal at the Hamilton County Fall event. But speaking of the reason I brought this up is we got an email from someone who had uh, a really, really great correspondence with their lawmakers who represent Hamilton County uh, about this, what's going on with these property taxes. And you want to go ahead and read it now or you want to take a break and do it before we do phone calls? What do you want to do? You want to do it now? Let's read it now. All right, here we go. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long, but it's really, really well uh, written. Now, this was sent to Kyle Walker, who is a uh, very liberal Republican senator, and Chris Jeter, who is a state rep. And I thought the articulation of this was quite well. I'm not going to read the whole thing for time, but let's go. I am writing you to express my complete frustration in your performance. I received my property tax bill yesterday. I moved into my home six years ago. In that time, I went from paying $2,200 to now $4,100. I pay increasing costs in utilities. With those utilities, I have no other option but to use the companies assigned to my area. No options to change based on cost or service. This seems to be the same way with my tax payment. I am getting taxed out of my home, of which I have realized no financial gain. Yet I am taxed as though I sell it every single year. 
I'm not going to listen to the excuse from you or the other lawmakers that you need more time to assess the situation or need time to work on it. This has been a problem for many years. You have been aware of the issue, and there have been more than ample time to fix it. But alas, nothing has been done. Do you not care about the citizens of this state or your district? If you do, it certainly does not seem like you care. We are literally being taxed out of our homes and struggling to keep our heads above water while you sit back and expect me to be grateful for a $100 slap in the face. If you think the R next to your name means that I will blindly vote for you because I don't want a Democrat in office, you're sorely mistaken. He's going to punish him. So both of these two guys should be at the... uh, Hamilton County Republican Spring Dinner. Going to ask them what their thoughts are. And if people are mad I'm there, I'm just going to say, don't blame me. The state treasurer invited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I hope that every... Uh, sta- That's a lot. What did he say from 23 to 41? Yeah, he went for his property tax went from 2200 to 4100 That's a lot. And I hope that uh, all the state rep and senator friends that represent Hamilton County that are there come up and want to have a conversation. Uh, certainly hope our good friend Jerry Tor. Remember, Tor said it wasn't a big deal because it doesn't take the raises they get, don't take effect for a couple of years. And so I hope all of my rowdy Republican uh, listeners and fans are there and we just have a good old time next. It's next Monday. Okay. And I'll be there down. Maybe, maybe not in the front row this time, but I'll. I'll be there. Definitely be there. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up next, we're going to hear from you with your voicemails. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 1032 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 317-684-8444. That is the phone number for the voicemails if you'd like to contribute. All right, so you were gone doing who knows what over the past uh, (laughs) several days. And while you were gone, somebody informed me, I think this was in our YouTube chat, that the price of a McDonald's large Coke had gone up. Yeah. And this is one of the great staples of American society, really the past 20 years, is that the large Coke at McDonald's, it was a selling point, right? You get a large Coke with unlimited refills, one dollar. Yeah. And so it was a dollar nine with applicable taxes and that had been a just a real just you can't count on much in this world anymore, but you could always count on your dollar nine cola from McDonald's. Ice cold coke, best cure hangover cure ever. And somebody said in the YouTube chat that it had gone up to a dollar forty one with taxes. And I thought, well, maybe this person had just been victim of a bad register ringer or something of that nature. And now multiple people have indeed confirmed, and we got a voicemail about this, that the price of the McDonald's cola has also been crushed by Biden inflation. Hi, love your show. Concerning the McDonald's drink, yes, that's true. It is now $1.41. One every day. Wow. That's a shame. Boy, I miss Coke. I haven't had a Coke in a while. Why? 
I just cut it out of my diet. Really? I, you know, is there I, a reason? I love Coke. Well, I, I'm doing this anti-inflammatory diet oh. to try and be healthier. Uh-huh. And Coke is, believe it or not, the brown sugar water no kidding. is not on the list no of approved kidding. items. You don't say. Yeah, that you can have. So there you go. Uh, again, the thank you, thanks to our leaders over the past three years. I mean, we really got to thank the people who have ruined everything, you know, people like Todd Young and Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Biden and Trump and, you know, all these people who signed off on all this money printing. They have now, well, there's really nothing left. They've claimed the McDonald's cola. Yeah, they took well. it all. They take it. They just take everything from us. You're not allowed to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. You're not allowed to have a, a cheap way to coat. Sum it up, Casey. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-mm. All right. I uh, got a call about, uh, we talked about on Friday, obviously most of the show was about Trump and the indictment and what was going on. And we talked about kind of what Ethan and I were talking about what do the Democrats want out of all this and my theory was I don't think they're organized enough to want anything because I think they're just blind with so blind with hate and rage they just want to try to ruin Trump I don't think there's some grand scheme behind it I think they're just lunatics it's like they got the wish that they wanted and now that they're getting it, they don't know what to do with it right so somebody called about that and this person does think that there is a strategy afoot Hey, something you're not considering. I think the Democrats are corrupt. Democrats slash Communist Party of the country actually does know what they're doing. They do want to run against Donald Trump. I think they do know that indicting him will cause him to be more popular in the primary. Thus, they feel they can beat him more than they can Ron DeSantis. I think they want him to be running. Consider that. Keep up the good work, guys. What, because they can throw the indictment back in his face? I just think he's so unlikable to so many people. Again, and I know this enrages a lot of very passionate Trump supporters, but the reality is there are a whole bunch of people who otherwise probably wouldn't even vote, certainly wouldn't passionately engage in the political process if Donald Trump were not the nominee. And and that's what that's what I don't understand is why so many people, especially when there is a viable alternative, at least one, we'll see if more get in, where you don't have to go, well, we've either got to accept Jeb Bush or, 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 or Trump. There's, a, there's certainly a palatable alternative where you look at Ron DeSantis and go, he's actually more conservative than Trump. He's actually more reliably conservative than Trump. He's actually way more on the side of liberty and freedom than Trump. And he doesn't come with the drama or the baggage unless you just want to say, well, I'm not going to give these people, I'm going to try to make these people as miserable as possible. Well, then you're just doing the same thing to the left that they're trying to do to you instead of getting the best person in for the job. Why would you want to do this? But don't you think if it comes down to Biden again and Trump again, Trump is just going to lose it on Biden in any sort of debate. Can you imagine that? But I don't think Trump can win. I think there are people, and I'm not saying it's right, I certainly obviously think it's wrong and stupid, that you vote any based on anything other than the policies the person put in place, but I think there's a whole bunch of people who, no matter how bad it gets in this country, just have a personal disdain for Trump to the point where they would rather be miserable than fix the issue. And, and I know, again, that's going to enrage a lot of people, but it's the reality. Look at the vote last time. Who looked at Biden and thought, yeah, this is a good this is a good." idea and you can say well the jelly bean counting and the mass mail-in voting that's all true that all played a role in it but there, i know tons of people who 
straight up voted for Joe Biden because, and they admitted Trump's policies were better. They just didn't like Trump. Mm -hmm. And those people's vote counts the same as yours. Voting for who they don't want versus who they do want. Well, then he has a point. A lot of people, maybe they think they can beat Trump more so than DeSantis. All right. Uh, we just saw Abdul walk uh, down the hallway here. And, of course, Abdul is running for mayor of Indianapolis. And did Jefferson Shreve ever get back to you? He did not. And okay. for the record, He's yes. got a new commercial running. Another new one? Yeah. What? It's a really quick one. It's like a 10-second spot. Oh, and it yeah. just says, I need crime in Indianapolis is out of control. I need your vote. Interesting. So, for the record, yes, we did invite Jefferson Shreve, who is Abdul's uh, opponent in the primary, on the show. Uh, we would love to have any person running for mayor of... Uh, uh, be it Joe Hogsett or Robin Shackelford or Shreve or uh, there's some other Republicans running. Everybody's going to be welcome here, uh, including Abdul. We'll have him on at some point. But somebody called and uh, asked a question about Abdul running for mayor. Hey, Rob, here's a question for you. Your buddy Abdul, I finally heard a radio ad for him, but it doesn't say if he's running as a Republican or a Democrat. I've always thought he leaned kind of far to the left. Uh Went to his website there, and it talks about him and his history and all that, and that he's got two dogs, and one of them's actually named after Obama. So I'm guessing he's running as a Democrat, but I don't know because it doesn't even say on his website. Just curious if you could shed some light on the situation. Well, okay, so first of all, let's address the fact, the disingenuous nature of that phone call, that that person listens to this show enough that he knows the phone number to call. That person calls quite a bit. We talk about the mayor's race and Al Abdul's running as a Republican against Jefferson Shreve many, many, many times. So he knew enough to call and where to call. So let's let's let everybody know the disingenuous nature of the phone call. Abdul's running as a Republican. Uh, I think Abdul has been quite honest that he views people like Richard Luger uh as people that he would govern in the nature of. For some people, that's great. For some people, that's not conservative enough. Uh, I think Abdul would be very good on the issue that matters, and it's the main issue facing the city right now, which is crime. I don't think there's any doubt Abdul would clean up the crime in Marion County, which for me as a person who works but doesn't live here, the absolute most important thing, and I would think, Casey, I'll turn it over to you because you actually live here. Mm That is the most important thing for you, too. Absolutely. Friday night, I played gunshot or firework again. And that was... So think about the... And I'm pretty sure it was a gunshot. Well, and here's how bad the crime is. So you have a parking pass in downtown Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Lucas Oil Stadium is probably a 10-minute-ish walk. Yeah, from where we are. From where we park. You were willing to pay $40 instead of free parking Mm -hmm. because it's so dangerous to walk from our parking garage to Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah. Because I'm, what was I going to do? Walk around the circle and then down those streets over to Lucas Should have live, live uh, tweeted it. Live, can you live video on Twitter? Is that a thing? Uh, Insta- I know you can't on Instagram, yeah, can't you? Yeah, on Instagram and Facebook yeah. you can. Yeah, no, I... Would have been a great I, bit for the show. I Will paid, Casey make it out alive? I paid the $40 so that I could be parked near a crowd of people that I knew were going to the same event. So I was one of many. Yeah. And there were police around as well, directing traffic. And that, and that and that sucks. And that should not be that way. We're in the core of the city. Lucas Oil Stadium, where it's located, is still part of the core of the city. You should feel 100% safe, at the very least, 
I mean, there's always going to be bad areas in major metropolitan cities, but you should feel safe enough that you can go in the core of the city and not be worried that you're going to get mugged, shot, raped, whatever. Abdul would be very, very, very good on on crime. Now, we've also said, and I've said this, whoever comes out of that primary, we're going to support because whether it's Shreve or Abdul or whoever, they're going to do a markedly better job on crime than than Hogsett. And I'm cheering for Robin Shackelford to win the primary against Hogsett because anybody would be better than Hogsett. Do you think that Abdul is doing that intentionally, not putting the R or the D out there? He just wants people i i don't, I don't know i haven't asked him I, he, he we'll has, ask him when he comes in i think maybe later this week we'll have him on and by the way again we extend the offer to uh whether it is shreve or it is uh hogshead or robin shackleford um any of those people are welcome to come on because the city deserves to know what you're going to do about things he has told me that here in indianapolis some people consider him very liberal but he also does a show sometimes in chicago he'll do a broadcast in chicago and the people in chicago think that he's very conservative well look abdul is a more liberal republican and he doesn't run from that he doesn't hide from that but again, when you're voting for the mayor of Indianapolis, I think there's four things the mayor does, which is crime, it's streets, uh, it's snow removal, and it's trash. There's not a lot of, I mean, there's not a lot of abortion debate that goes on when you're voting for the mayor of a major metropolitan city. I mean, there's four core things. It's really a competency test more than anything else. Hawks, it's failed. I think Abdul would do a nice job on at least the streets and the and the public safety, but I think anybody would do a better job than Hogsett. Yeah. Anybody. Those are those are the two big problems, too. Obviously, the crime, but the streets stink. Oh, they're terrible. They're potholes everywhere. All right, Hammer joins us when we come back. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. 1048, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. And before we get going, I wanted to... Uh, compliment you you had some really nice thoughtful tweets that you sent out over the weekend a lot of people dealing with the tornadoes i was coming back from southern indiana on saturday and we drove by that area of whiteland on interstate 65 uh the whiteland exit the main area there and this is interstate 65 we're not talking about some sort of small side road debris everywhere like there's buildings that have been completely destroyed and across both lanes of traffic we're talking about metal and wood and just all types of things in the road all the way across to the other side it's like a farmy kind of flat land on the other side johnson county got rocked and i heard sullivan was even worse so what we're going to do this afternoon is uh we're going to raise some money for some hoosiers in need uh we're going to get the folks from the salvation army on we're going to get some folks from the red cross on and we're going to see if we can raise some money for folks because some people lost their homes a mm-hmm. couple people lost their lives so 
This is what we're doing this afternoon. We're going to have fun. We're going to do the usual Hammer and Nigel show. You know, there'll be Is This Anything? There'll be the biggest stories of the day. But each hour, we're going to give out some phone numbers and some links and try to help those who have been uh, affected by the storms. I'm, I'm glad you showed up today wearing clothes that don't have holes in them. You took my advice. After that embarrassing little display on Thursday, you you have uh, no holes in your sleeves there today. It looks like it's new. Yeah. It is. Went out and bought a little something-something. <laughs> you got to him. Right, because... I've got the disposable income because I know Rob is very concerned about my wardrobe because he thinks everybody is like him and can't afford anything. I was listening earlier and it cracked me up because Rob was making fun of Casey. Oh, every year is like the same year to you. A couple years ago, the Reagan administration. <laughs> then Rob was floored that it's expensive to park in Indianapolis. <laughs> like it's the exact same thing. It's not $5 to park. What? Right. Hey, you're one of those uh, grown ass men who uh, participates in the cosplay public theater that is professional wrestling you literally have a picture where you have face paint on like the ultimate warrior yeah. and we use it to promote off the rails yeah you know the deal with that though it's just like wearing a grown man's name on your back if it's a childhood hero it's exempted no, it's but if you are a, if you're a grown-ass person no you you're... were putty in seinfeld <laughs> gotta support the team gotta support the warrior <laughs> he was dead when i did it hammer Okay. So what was the WrestleMania was Saturday and Sunday? You and your booger eater friends sit around and watch this? What happened? We did. Now, it's not, it's not as fun as going to, you know, a Hamilton County Republicans party. <laughs> you like, load up. You party. I'm willing to bet if you took caller number nine right now and said, what's more entertaining, watching someone bleed from the head or going to the Hamilton County Republicans dinner? Isn't that the same thing, though? They're going to say bleeding from the head. Like, I mean, you know, I enjoyed it when I was a kid. And still, I will watch the old stuff from time to time because it brings back childhood memories. But, I mean, you as an adult, you are still engaging in these grown men play fighting with each other in a scripted outcome. I mean, I just, yes. maybe it's passed you by is all I'm saying. You're 40, what are you, 45 years 45 old? 45 years old. Yeah, I'm it's just saying. It's a soap opera for dudes, except for there's blood and people break bones. And that's fantastic. <laughs> now, like, so if you were driving down the street and you knew people were fighting, but it might not be real, but somebody was bleeding and somebody was really hurt and paramedics came by, that wouldn't have your attention? If I take a little blade and put it in the palm of my hand and put my hand to my head and just hit myself in the Do head. It. Do it right now. <laughs> Mr. Tough Guy, go ahead. Mr. Tough Guy, there are your keys right now. I'm Cut not going to key myself. That's right not what there. they do either. Right they don't take a key and start All carving themselves. All of a sudden, themselves. Mr. Tough Guy wants to back out. Well, what this I is do. what's going to happen at the Hamilton County Republicans <laughs> deal. You're going to get there. I'm Mr. Off the Rails. You're going to walk in there, and they're going to make you their little bitch. Every single one of those guys. Uh, I there promise you. Lot line of people that always line up to talk to me because what well, we're number one hammer you are uh, congratulations on uh that. so what but there's big news with world wrestling entertainment right mm -hmm. so remember a couple i guess a month or two ago we thought they were going to sell to the the saudis yeah and a lot of people were like that really sucks because screw the saudis <laughs> but <laughs> now it sounds like the group you know opec right um <laughs> Now it sounds like the group that owns the UFC and the Professional Bull Riders Tour, it's this group called Endeavor. Uh -huh. So now they're going to buy wrestling, and it's going to become this big $24 billion company. So they're merging UFC and WWE together. So the fake fighting and the real fighting storylines are going to become like one. I mean, they're not crossing over. Well, no. maybe they will be, but it's like this company, right? Urban One owns a lot of stations. 
the hip hop channel and WIBC. We have the same bosses, but there's no crossover. Yeah. So this is pretty disappointing because Vince McMahon bought the company from his father. His father, Vincent, uh, Vincent, not not technically senior, but Vince Senior, owned this company for whatever it was, thirty years. Built it into a behemoth in the north. His grandfather owned it before him, and it's kind of sad to see something and that was in the family and it was part of the charm of this thing for all these years. Was it was a guy, the name McMahon. And now I guess he's technically going to run the thing, but it won't be his company anymore. And the company was doing well. Yeah. It wasn't like he was struggling and this was something they had to do to make the shareholders happy. No, they were doing just fine. But Vince McMahon is a weirdo. And... (laughs) He's like, you know what? I don't want my own, my daughter to own this company. Screw that. Imagine hating your kids so much that they have been a part of the family business right. for the 30 years, and you have an opportunity to hand that on to them, basically as your dad did to you and his dad did before him, and you just go, no, nah, screw them. Nope, we're going corporate. I'm cashing out, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get ready, pal. There goes your inheritance. What's coming up this afternoon? So, again, we're raising money this afternoon for Hoosiers in Need from 3 until 7, and we've also got uh, Guy Relford on with us for Monday Gun Day. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I love the trains. I hop to be part of the wave. Can't stop. Come and tell me.